When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. You can find all of our information, how to get a hold of us if you want to, uh, at patandjt.com. Super simple, patandjt.com. It's actually the same even if you don't want to get a hold of us. Right, it's still the same. Still yeah, the if you same? don't want to get a hold of us, it's not that. It's a different URL. Uh, so we are, uh, what, not even, oh God, it's like not even 12 hours out from the season five rollout of Yellowstone. Otherwise known as your Super Bowl. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm, so good to have him back. <laughs> have all of it back. I had season four rolling on TV yesterday afternoon and just like reminding me of what happened in season four. Oh my gosh. Really fun part is. And no, there's no giveaways here, but uh, there is a kid that joins the cast in season four um, and he ends up with Beth and Rip. And um, because he he reminds most of the like John Dutton and Beth and them of Rip when he was a young boy and he first showed up at John Dutton's ranch and John took him under his wing. Right. So this young kid shows up. So the kid, by the time they film this next season, this kid has gone from. Uh, I don't know, 14 years old, standing about five foot tall. And now he's like supposedly a year later, but he's like six foot tall. Oh, yeah. He's taller than John Dutton, I think. I think he's <laughs> taller than, than Kevin Costner. And Kevin Costner walks through the barn and this kid's standing there and he doesn't look at all that he's changed so much since the end of season four to filming of season five. Um, and he says, ah, I haven't seen you around for a while. And, and Costner's character turns around. And he's like, Whoa. <laughs> like, what? I told him if they said, if you grow a beard, you're fired. So anyway, but it was just kind of their way of addressing the fact that obviously more time has passed than just a year. Um, <laughs> this kid has changed a lot. And we didn't, they chose not to replace him with another youngster. And they let the, this tall just kid, this gangly kid go on but it was pretty funny i like how like, remember in uh on roseanne when they went through like three different beckys and then like they they would ref they'd make like these little like veiled comments about you just seem different like it was totally a different actress you just seem i don't know you feel okay did you, hear, did you always part your hair on that side yeah yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. so it was it was fantastic and the show was great uh one other thing i want to make mention of too Taylor Sheridan, who is the creator of Yellowstone and has several other shows that are out there. Another one of his shows just started yesterday on Paramount Plus, I think it is. But it's called Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone. And it is, it's good. Um, I've, it, I've heard it's good, yeah. I, I got to tell you, there's, there's, <laughs> it's weird. If you've ever seen the movie My Blue Heaven, um, which was, you know, the, the gangster, Steve Martin played a gangster who... Uh, was in the witness protection program and he got put in Kansas, like in a suburb somewhere. I love that movie. And 
right? And he ends up taking over and, and he's running the town before you know it. So basically Sylvester Stallone's character is a gangster who got, who went to prison to, to cover for his boss for, to, he took the heat mm -hmm. and went to jail for 25 years. He gets out and he said, we, we don't have any place for you here, but you know what? Tulsa's wide open, dude. You can go to Tulsa and you can set up the whole thing. You can have the whole thing. You can run the whole town. He's like, but it's Tulsa. He's like, <laughs> and so Big difference, but it's very funny because the similarities between the two, because it is funny in places it should be funny. Mm -hmm. And Sylvester Stallone, regardless of whether you think he's a good actor or not, it's still, it's still Sylvester Stallone and it's still, it's still fun. Yeah. So, I've heard it's a good show. It, it was a, it was a good, and the first episode is all that's out so far. So it's going to be out weekly. So you probably don't want to watch it yet, Pat. So yeah, I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait, wait till I get a binge. Yeah, wait till after the first of the year and you can watch the whole thing. Sounds good. I don't um, like that. Yeah, but um, for those who can do the weekly, it's definitely worth the five bucks for Paramount Plus um, to watch those episodes. It's, I think it's going to be really good. And then there's also some foreshadowing of, episode, of another show to come, I think, 1923, which is the one with Harrison Ford and um, Dame. Oh, I can't say her name. Um, I can't say her name. Mir Mirren, Helen Mirren. Mirren. Okay. Yeah. They're going to be part of the Yellowstone history. So that's going to be another one. 1923 will be coming up kind of like 1888. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm just I like, I, I, can I am tell. bought in. You're I am in. Yeah. Oh yeah. You are. You're in. <laughs> you drank the Kool-Aid. You are in. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm making the Kool-Aid and I'm selling the Kool-Aid yep. and I'm, yes, absolutely. I'll give it away. I will <laughs> give it away. So yeah. So that was really exciting to get that going. So that was kind of what the highlight of my weekend, honestly. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't do too much. We had a, a family, like a, a remembrance, um, like a, a memorial this weekend and a family kind of mm -hmm. reunion on best side. So we were in uh, Beatrice and we were in Lincoln. And what was fun is that uh, I talked to, I met a, a kid, a boyfriend of one of the best cousins, or something like that, um, and he was. We were talking. He was. He's in marketing or whatever, and we were talking about TV shows, and documentaries, and he had never heard of the the HBO documentary came out this year about the Beatrice Six. And oh. I'm like, so I start talking about. It. I'm like, oh, you know, like we were at a, the. He goes, that's, oh. he goes, that's the Beatrice we were just at? I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. like the only Beatrice in Nebraska. He's like, oh, what? He goes, that's yeah. crazy. So he hadn't seen it or heard of it, but he got, looked it up on HBO. He's like, oh, i got to watch someone on the way home. He goes, that's amazing. I can't believe we were in that actual Beatrice. I'm like, yeah. Yep. Sure that actual, actual Beat Rice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Beatrice. right. Actor, However you want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a story that caught my attention this weekend, um, and it came out, I think it came out, like at the end of last week, but Christina Applegate, um, she's in the show dead to me, which is, I, I love her period. Um, she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis during the filming of the third and final season of the show. And, um, she said, you know, it, as hard as you would possibly think it would be, she continued on with the show and she did a, there was an interview in the New York times that talked about her and she said that because of this, this diagnosis, it was like things were changing and she could tell something was wrong. And she finally, they finally found out what it was because she was having difficulty walking. Her balance wasn't right. Um, vision things, you know, this, and she started gaining weight. Um, she said she's put on 40 pounds. Um, that's just part of what's going on. And she has to walk with a cane, but she, wow. she completed the third season. Um, and 
she's like, she, there was no doubt that she was going to do that. But I've, I've seen, there's been a couple other actresses as well in the last couple, three years that have had this happen to them too. Um, but she said, when asked if the show would be your last major role, she said, I'm pretty convinced that this was it. Wow. That is sad. Which is absolutely horrible. Um, yeah. I, I just hate that for her. Um, yeah, for us. Yeah. Selfishly. Absolutely. But, but it's just unbelievable how quickly that turned around. They said that her diagnosis first, she first went public like a year ago and then things have progressed pretty quickly yeah, and it, it'll seem more rapid to people that watch the show because the last time you saw her, she was quote unquote fine. Mm -hmm. And now there will definitely be some differences. If you care to point them out, you will yeah, probably see some, but I think most of her fans don't care. No, no, you know? absolutely not. It's just sometimes yeah. shocking unless you, unless you know something's going on behind the scenes. When you do, you see them in their a project and then in real life a yeah. year and a half, two years later, it's like, man, you have, it's the change is obviously drastic. Who else was that? Brendan Fraser mm -hmm. was one of them. Right. And, and you know, some people hadn't seen him for a while and then you saw him, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Russell Crowe was another one. Yes. Yeah. And you don't see him for a while because of the way they're scheduling and their filming is. And then you see him, you're like, I just saw him in 300. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. dude, that was a little bit different. That was a little bit different. I just watched so. Gladiator in USA, and man, he's gone downhill. Well, yeah, that was also 26 years ago. So, yes, we've all, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> in same, general, same Z's internet. That'll do it to everybody. Yeah. So, anyway, well, before we, um, real quick here coming up, we've got some guests that are going to pop on with us. Uh, holiday season just around the corner. And speaking of that, Centrist Federal Credit Union reminding you they can help you save some holiday dough because they have the right mix of savings options for you. Um, and to be as cheesy as possible, um, they but they really do. They, they've got it all covered for you, whether you're looking at a way to plan for a vacation or to plan for your child's future. Uh, whatever it may be, as little or as big as you need it to be, they probably have an account. I'm sure they do. They've got an account and they've got a certificate that's going to be right for you. All you have to do is talk to them, federally insured by NCUA. You can talk to them by calling them at 402-334-7000 or centristfcu.org. Love having them as our partners. So, all right, bringing into the show, Marjorie and Donna are with us today. Uh, really excited because we've talked to you guys before. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to think how many years ago that I first was, we, we first were introduced to share, I think when it first started, right? I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. Oh my God, you guys. Well, welcome to the podcast um, because we're gearing up for another great year of Giving Tuesday. Yes, it is. It's the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, November 29th. How does this all work? If somebody's just totally like, what is Giving Tuesday? I've just moved here or I, I didn't know about it or whatever. Um, kind of go into it because you guys serve a lot of, there's a big, and you added Iowa to it also. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We We're but just going to sit back and let y'all go. Yeah. Okay. Marjorie, you go ahead and explain how we uh, start, how Share Omaha started and really kicked off that Giving Tuesday push. Absolutely. So Giving Tuesday is a global day of giving. And in, in America, it is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. And it is just this swell of generosity leading nonprofits into that fourth quarter push that they all need to finish the year strong. And in the metro area, it is our largest day of giving. Um, last year, we raised from all sources across a community, $5.5 million. Jeez. And so we're hoping just to exceed that this year. Um, but it is 
it, it, you, you, you're, you have the ability to donate to uh, your choice of hundreds of local nonprofits with both shareomaha.org and shareiowa.org. And it's, there's over 700 plus nonprofits for you to, for you to choose from. And I'm sure you have some favorites within that 700. Some of mine may have four paws. <laughs> yes, and Marjorie's absolutely right. It's, you know, Giving Tuesday really, I remember when they first started Giving Tuesday many years, I think, wasn't it just recently they had an anniversary, 10 or 10 years or something like that, yes. where, you know, it was really an answer to kind of the the push of Black Friday and the beautiful, you know, celebration of Thanksgiving um, coming to, to um, and then Cyber Monday. I think that was really the the answer to how can we as as um, people of you know citizens of a community or citizens of the United States or citizens of our globe really give back at a time when it's time to be thankful and time to give back to our communities and and so Giving Tuesday was born. It was a great. It's just been an amazing, um, just like just like Marjorie said, a groundswell of of uh, giving across the globe. And we're excited to be able to um, really amplify the voices of our nonprofit partners. At, through the tool, through the amazing and dynamic tool of Share Iowa and Share Omaha. What kind of how what kind of growth have you seen just in Omaha since since we've been doing it here? Well, we started with Share Omaha with 156 nonprofits. I'll I'll be, be, be exact with that number. And over the course of the last four years, we've grown that to 700 nonprofits. And before Share Omaha really took on the coordination of, of Giving Tuesday, the metro area raised about $800,000 is what we can tell. Um, and then it re- went to 1.3, then it went to three, when it went, went to 2.6, and then now, now to 5.5. And so yeah. we, we, we're, we're not saying we're going to double it again this year, right? Um, but we can throw it out there, right? <laughs> <laughs> we can manifest that if we can, if we want to. But we do know that there is a capacity for generosity in this metro area that um, for a, a, a market of our size to be so generous is really remarkable. Um, and people are looking to the zip codes that are part of our region and saying, what is happening in Omaha and Council Bluffs? Um, and so that's remarkable from a national perspective. When there's so many nonprofits, I, you know, every year I'm amazed as to how many nonprofits we have in this area. And I'm sure people don't know a, a fraction of them. I mean, there's just so many that we could help. Well, and. And and what's what's interesting is that we we support on our platforms community based nonprofits and share Iowa with its rural focus does have churches and schools um, part of its part of its its service but but share Omaha. We really encourage people that if they do want to give to their churches or schools or membership clubs, that all nonprofits really should feel a boost on Giving Tuesday, regardless if they're on Share Omaha or Share Iowa or not. Is there is there a procedure for the fundraisers? Can they still take part? Um, how do they how do they get involved, or do they have to do something? Yeah, they have actually. They do have until I believe November fifteenth. Isn't that right? Marjorie, to make sure that their profiles are set up on Share Omaha and Share Iowa. Well, and I'm going to just interrupt here. So as we speak, that's tomorrow. So as we speak, that's going to be tomorrow, right. Tuesday the 15th. So there's still time. So get in there. That's right. And so it's really important to to have their their profiles 
all set up per, set up fine. They they do have to uh, also kind of let us know what their goals are for sh for Giving Tuesday. It's such an amazing time to kind of just like Marjorie said to wrap up those gear and giving goals, and then also to figure out how you're creating a strategy to communicate with the people who support the work that you're doing in the communities. You know, when we when we started to roll out Share Iowa in August to the nine counties of Southwest and Western Iowa, as we like to call the West Coast of Iowa, we <laughs> when we started to roll That sounds out, so fancy. It is so fancy. <laughs> West Coast giving. And so when we rolled that out, our nonprofits in in the county in Cass County and Fremont County and in Mills County and Montgomery County just have come out of the woodwork. And you know, we've seen a 50% increase on our um, on the Share Iowa platform on the Iowa side just since August. But this really gives them an opportunity. They've really jumped forward and have taken the initiative to be ready for Giving Tuesday. That's incredible. A couple of things I was going to note when you're noting those numbers and how it's increased, that was during COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, we I, I think that we saw probably one of the largest giving um, opportunities. So as we transition from the the traditional eight or ten years of Omaha Gives and Potawatomi Gives into Giving Tuesday, that year was one of the largest giving years um, during Omaha and Potawatomi Gives eight point mm -hmm. you know eight point seven million dollars. Wow! But then during COVID, when we started transitioning and really leading the charge between share you know share Omaha and the at the time we were the Potawatomi County Community Foundation. Now we changed our name to Community Foundation for Western Iowa. We you know we right away pivoted in 2020 to Giving Tuesday to help people connect to the nonprofits that were doing the work. And that year we raised over, I don't know, three and a half million, four million dollars at that time. Exactly. 2021, it was crazy. 5.5 million on the Iowa side, 2.2 million alone. Yeah. My God, that's fantastic. That is amazing. Oh, I, a quick question too, because you're, you're, you're nearing the end of the year. So every year we have several fantastic fundraising opportunities in Omaha. At first, was that kind of like, okay, is this going to be a challenge? We're in fourth quarter to try and get people to dig for another donation because we see some amazing amounts raised. Omaha is, this whole community, I mean, is amazingly generous um, when you think about the amount of money that's given in so many of these other fundraisers that are out there, and they all get equal support. Well, if you look at national trends, um, December is the largest month of philanthropy in the calendar year historically. So if we're capitalizing on the people making their end of year tax deductible mm -hmm. gifts, then people are primed that this is a good season to do that. And so, yeah. and, and so we're, we're kind of trying to ride this wave of generosity that's built into our community, but also very timely for nonprofits trying to make sure their budgets are shored up at the end of the year. Maybe that question would be better for the, the folks that are throwing their fundraisers in the first quarter, huh? Well, <laughs> and honestly, and to Marjorie's point about the, about the, um, what the data shows is that, you know, there, you might think that there's just, you know, there couldn't be more capacity. There couldn't be, there's just so many causes. There's so many ways, but what we what we see and what we what what we know in philanthropy is that there there are ways and there are 
there are folks that are willing to continue to go that extra mile. There is capacity and there's there's the ability for folks to dig deep down. And there's really no reason for any of our nonprofits to come from a mentality of scarcity because we have such a giving and philanthropic community. That's well, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well, and and there, there's a there's qualitative data that says people aren't tired of being asked. They're tired of not being inspired. And so the goal that we That's have of Giving Tuesday is for these nonprofits to really add color to the stories they're trying to tell to inspire people to invest in their communities. That's interesting. People aren't aren't um, over giving. They're just they just need to be inspired. Just want to that's be right. That's very find, interesting. They they want to find what their passion is, mm -hmm. and that you know that's what's really cool about the Share Omaha and Share Iowa platforms and the support that the teams that at there provide our nonprofit partners. We've provided them with templates so that they can put together yard signs and posters and and uh, Facebook posts and and also you know, even mailers that they can customize and make them their own and tell mm -hmm. their story, but then jump on that wave of giving, just like Martha, uh, just like Marjorie is talking about that, that excitement of giving Tuesday in a kind of a cohesive way so that we're all kind of moving in the same direction. Right. So, let, okay, let's talk a little bit about some of the numbers that go along with this, um, that there are more of the I guess the brass tacks of it, because people wonder about how much of my money is really going to end up where it's supposed to go. Um, is there is there something that's going to be restrictive? I know one thing that has been pointed out is you don't have to have PayPal to no. take part. Right. Um, and um, there's some other things, just kind of the logistics, if you can kind of lay some of those things out. So PayPal is our transactor of the gifts and they charge the lowest fee possible to nonprofits through our website. And every donor has the ability to tip that transaction fee back to the nonprofit so they get the full boat. And no kidding, like 95% of our donors cover that fee. Wow. And and Share Omaha and Share Iowa, it is kind of part of our core values that we do not take a percentage back to our organizations. We are doing this work on because of philanthropists and foundations and corporate donors that believe in the work that we're doing. And that covers our expenses. It do, we do not take, get, take a portion of what the gift is from the nonprofits and, and, um, you, Checking out with a credit or debit card is super easy. Now we've even made that process even easier on our websites and, I would love to tell you guys about some additional bonus dollars and matching dollars that are really kind of sweetening the pot, if you don't mind. Go right ahead. That's, so, that's great. So Giving Tuesday has a bonus fund led by Omaha Stakes to stretch dollars even further. And organizations will receive a percentage of the total bonus fund equivalent to their percentage of donors. So every gift matters. Mm. It's not the amount that you're giving. It's the amount of gifts that you're giving to different organizations from a unique household, up to 10% of the total fund. And right now, the fund's at just under $70,000. So we're, we're excited about that. And then Donna with her endowment funds on the Iowa sides has an additional match if she wants to talk about that. Right. Through the Community Foundation for Western Iowa, anyone that gives into an endowment that lives with the Community Foundation, and we have over 40 nonprofits that have their endowments with us here at the Community Foundation, they get an additional 20% max match towards that endowment. We have a special pool of funds that's uh, $250,000 First 250000 in gets matched up to $100,000 into wow. a fund. And when you say, wow, that's a lot of money for me, for my organization to be able to get, we 
get that because people want to take advantage of that 20% match. So two things before we wrap up. First, is there anybody you want to give a shout out to that's working with you guys this year? Yeah. 100%. We have two amazing presenting sponsors. So on the Omaha side, our hashtag is give, Giving Tuesday 402, presented by Core Bank. They've been with us for three solid years. Amazing, amazing corporate partner, corporate investor in the community. And then on the Iowa side, this hashtag 712 and Giving Tuesday on the west coast of Iowa is supported by TS Bank. TS Bank and the, you know, igniting prosperity across Southwest Iowa and the entire, and they have locations in South Dakota and in Illinois. Um, TS Bank is an amazing partner, tremendously generous, and they just, they have a, a heart for philanthropy and we couldn't be more grateful. That's fantastic. And then finally, um, the websites, where do they need to go so they can get familiar with what's going on? Can they, can they kind of see who all's taking part, start making their plans? Exactly. We want people to go on there, do their research, figure out who they want to give to, and then make their gifts on on November 29th at shareomaha.org and shareiowa.org. Ooh, teamwork. Teamwork. I love it. Make that dream work. <laughs> right? Fantastic. Well, apparently it is. That's for right? that's for sure. That's for all. But I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. I want to see that double again. That would be phenomenal. But Maybe any increase would be beautiful, right? Yes. Yes. Any amount of generosity is remarkable. And so we we don't want to scare people away to say we had this huge goal. We just want to see people come out because we know all those little gifts will add up, up to something that we're all super proud of. Exactly. Right. So drops in that bucket and then they, they create ripples of impact across our entire region. Lots of great analogies to kind of set people off today. Think of the drops in the bucket. And then when that bucket fills up, it just overpours impact. <laughs> right. I love it. Marjorie and Donna, thank you so much. Share Omaha. Uh, you guys do fantastic work and we're so glad to kind of be part of the the fun and um, get a chance to to talk with you. It's been great. Thank you so much for having Thank us you. today. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having us on. All the links and everything in our description of our episode. Thank you guys for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe our show. Go to It's Pat MJT, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Pat MJT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.